Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nady and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nady and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TV is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing great. Had my first Mother's Day. My baby, Benjamin, um, you know, our third co-host, he created this gorgeous artwork with his feet. And the daycare um, gave that to me for Mother's Day. It was adorable. That's cute. My wife really wanted me to come up with something super cute. So what I did was I got a card that usually a child would give to their mother. And I took Anna and I put some paint on her hands and we made flowers in a card. Let's just say. So that's exactly what that's exactly what my group did, except with feet. So I guess. Yeah, we. Yeah. No, we did like finger painting. Well, that's cute. Well, um, so I'm excited to talk about Ant Man because I actually. <laughs> I love how more. we just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, blah, 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 your idea was cute. lame, so let's just move on to the movie. Well, I mean, it was cute. I just, um, I do feel like it's a lot of pressure on the guy. Like, so my husband didn't do anything cute, but he did get me a backpack I've been wanting. Oh well, then there you go. So it was that was kind and thoughtful, but yes, not. not oh, is that why you moved on so quickly? Because you couldn't share a cute story that your husband did. I'm just bitter, is all, and I don't want it to come out on <laughs> on you know public um, radio. I'm just, but yes, okay. I did. I'm. I enjoyed my homework this time because I liked Ant Man the second time around. The first time I thought it was kind of dorky, but I enjoyed it. Well, first, hold hold your horses on Ant Man. Because if people were listening last week, they will have remembered that you did not finish your previous homework. So did you finish watching Daredevil and Luke Cage? Yes, of course I did. Um, You know, did I did it take me up to the wire? Yeah, but I did. I did finished all of Luke Cage and Daredevil. Let's see. Luke Cage season one, Daredevil season two. Still, if you know, if I had to finish my statements on those from last episode, still feeling the same. Luke Cage still kind of slow. Daredevil, favorite part was the Punisher. I mean, that's that. I will say this, Nathan. I enjoy the overlap. I do think that they in- integrate a lot of the Easter eggs in these episodes, and I almost feel like they expect you to watch all of them. They expect you to have, there's some kind of bigger plot points that you need to know that you would only know if you watched all the episodes or from all of the different um, shows. So I kind of like that. It's kind of like, you know, with the Marvel movies. I mean, they expect you to at some point watch all these movies in order at some point. And so, yeah, of course, there's going to be, you know, connectiveness and weaving and going through and. So let's move on to Ant-Man. So you said the first time you watched it, you you weren't a big fan of it. You thought it was kind of silly, but you said you enjoyed it this time, right? 
Yeah, I, I think my initial thing I had against it was just the whole concept. And we've talked about this before, where you have really epic superpowers. And then this guy's superpowers to get really small. Like, that's so lame. I mean, I remember when they first announced this movie, my big question was why? Like, to me, Ant-Man is one of those characters that really could be introduced in a separate movie. Kind of like how I felt with Captain Marvel. I felt like she could have been introduced in Infinity War. I didn't, I didn't think she needed her own movie. And then especially after watching it, I really felt that the her movie was kind of, yeah, it was kind of, you know, not really needed. And so when I first watched Ant-Man, that's kind of how I felt. And I'm going to be honest, I watched it again. And I uh, still kind of feel that way. I, I don't think it's an absolute necessity for Ant-Man to have his own movie. I, I just don't okay. see that. Now, I, I, I don't think that he is such a huge role in the Marvel Universe as, as in like, you know, he does play a role later on in the Avengers. And they do hint at that in the movie. They mention it even towards the end. You know, they're like, oh, we know a guy and referring to Ant-Man. Um, but I'm not going to lie, he he does remind me of kind of how I felt about Daredevil when you mentioned that he might be introduced to the Avengers, where I'm just thinking it's such a lame, like, it's just not going to stack up against these other characters, and it's not a strong enough superhero to really be a part of that gang. However, the acting, I would say, does stack up. So whereas Daredevil, I don't feel like the actor is strong enough. This one has an amazing, you know, Paul Rudd is amazing, and I think you might... I think they integrated him for his humor. It's like he's almost supposed to be this not that exciting. Uh, but he he plays a huge role. I don't understand the whole gets big and gets small thing. Can you walk me through the science behind Ant-Man? Well, I mean, the original Ant-Man is Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas in this movie. And basically, I mean, they kind of sum up what Ant-Man's all about. He was His technology was created to kind of in the way that they did with Captain America, not really a super soldier, but a one-man army because he has the strength of an ant and he can kind of like stealth and can't really be seen and being attacked from all angles and all that fun stuff. And in the comics, yes, he he's known to be able to shrink to the size of an ant, but then he also has the ability which they don't go into until near, near the very end of this movie, that he has the ability to grow very, very large and tall, and his strength continues when he grows. So, no, I can't go into the nitty-gritty of the science behind it because I'm I'm not that, you know, well, diving it's also into not comics. Real. It's like not real science. <laughs> yeah, it's not real science. The one thing that I was like, maybe this is a necessary movie is when they dive into the quantum realm and how he can basically break through reality because of how small he can get. And that would be the only reason why I could see, okay, you might need to watch this movie because they do dive into the quantum realm a whole lot more in future Avengers movie. And the next, cause they made, two Ant-Man movies. They made Ant-Man and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then they're going to make a third Ant-Man movie, which is all about the quantum realm. So I guess if you watch a later movie and you hear the word quantum realm, you might be like, what's that? 
then yes, you should probably go back and watch Ant-Man. But other than that, the villain was kind of bland. The action that was there was whatever. The uh, Oh, another thing that I probably would say is, is a highlight is I want to say it's Michael Pina. I think that's the actor's name who plays. I can't remember. It's not Hank Pym. What's what's Paul Rudd's character's name? It's Scott. My husband's name. Oh, Scott, Scott Lang. Lang. Yes. So his friend played by again, I want to say it's Michael Pina is hilarious. He's a very funny character. So his character alone and the whole knowledge of the quantum realm, I guess would be the only two reasons in my opinion that you should probably be like, Hey, I should probably watch Ant-Man if I want to understand everything going on in the Marvel cinematic universe after this film, which with this film, we reach the end of phase two. Wow. It's gone by. It's gone by so fast. And Nathan, it's funny you say the thing about that it's not so important because I remember seeing the previews and thinking how dumb there's like a superhero that's an ant that's so lame. And I did skip it. I, I did skip the movie. And I remember, you know, watching the next Avengers movie and him showing up and kind of regretting it. I thought, you know, I was kind of like, man, I wish I maybe I missed something. And so I, I actually did eventually go back and watch it. And then I watched it again for this week. Um, so yeah, for completion's sake, you do kind of want to know more. It's always better to know more of the characters that are within the Avengers movies, I would say. Well, and I remember after watching Ant-Man and being not that, you know, thrilled by it, that when I think he, like you said, I think he shows up in Civil War, which we're getting to, which in my opinion, besides Endgame, is is one of the, one of the best Avengers movies, in my opinion. Um, but which I think it's not even an Avengers movie. It's, it's Captain America civil war. I think that's what it's called. But anyway, he shows up in that. And I remember thinking, see, I like him better in a group. I like him with everybody because he plays a very fanboyish. He he loves the Avengers, which is why in Ant-Man, he, the first plan he has is, Hey, we should probably call the Avengers. And so I liked him in the group. I didn't like him in his own movie. Okay, that's fair. I agree. I think he does play a better support role. I can I can get with you on that. And I agree the the villain was uh, hit or miss, not that exciting. But the quantum realm thing really, I think, is what confused me. And, and I do, again, recall seeing when the quantum realm stuff starts coming up in these alternate realities that I thought, okay, maybe I missed something. I need to go back and watch Ant-Man. Because um, isn't that, like, I think the guys, the guy that invents this shrinkage science, his wife gets stuck in the realm. Right. And so the whole movie, they're playing it like they think Hank Pym and his and his daughter think that his wife is dead. And then we'll see in later movies that that's not the case. But we won't dive into too much of that because I remember. Spoiler. Well, sorry. Spoiler alert. Whatever. If you I mean, come on now. But I do remember I wasn't a big fan of the second Ant-Man movie that we'll watch eventually. I mean, I just don't know. I I guess I just don't think the character is big enough, (laughs) big enough because he's an ant, uh, to have his own film. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, and you you definitely don't see anyone with Ant Man action figures or Ant Man T shirts. Right. Yeah. You just yeah. You just don't see it. I think my biggest critique, Nathan, is what you already mentioned. I I understand there's some science behind the changing of size and shrinking and growing, but I just conceptually am bothered. If you're going to be called Ant Man, I don't think you should be allowed to get gigantic. Just doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't write the comics. I well, can't. That's um, all I can I'm, say about that. I'm curious how you're going to stack. I mean, I know you're not a big fan, but I'm curious how you stack it up against other things you didn't like. Like if you had the choice between Mar- Captain Marvel and Ant Man. Ant Man. I mean, I would wow, pick Ant Man over Captain Marvel. I I strongly disliked Captain Marvel. At least they didn't call him like the Tick or Flea. Oh, wait, well, at least they didn't make a trailer before a big Avengers movie, making it look like he was the answer to all everyone's problems. And then he shows up and he doesn't <laughs> do anything, <laughs> except destroy a, a chip. Happy to be part of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. Okay. In that case, I'll move us on to our next segment: the Raiders of the Infinity Stone. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, which Infinity Stone is your favorite? Oh, that's not what you meant by rating of the Infinity Stones. So with with the homework assignment makeup that you had to do, and actually I had to do, I was actually behind Luke Cage a lot more than I thought. So I had a couple episodes to catch up with. So what did you decide was your final rating for Daredevil Season 2 as a whole? Let's just go ahead and rate it as a whole. Okay, I like that. And I'm actually going to wrap up Luke Cage as well. I'm going to give both Luke Cage and Daredevil a two, which is higher than Captain Marvel got and higher than season one of S.H.I.E.L.D. got initially because I do I was entertained a little bit. I do feel like it was better acting overall than from that first bit of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched. But I'm still not like just enamored by the characters that much. So they're still sitting at a two for each of those. I don't remember if I gave a rating for Daredevil Season 2. I kind of remember that I did because I mentioned that I liked the Punisher segments and that was about it. I think I will give it a 3. I don't know if, if that's what I gave it last time. But Luke Cage, I really enjoyed Luke Cage. I thought the acting was a lot better. Yes, it wasn't as action-packed, but I think his character was interesting enough that it didn't really matter to me. So I'd probably give all of Luke Cage season one a 3.5. So that's my ratings for Daredevil season two and Luke Cage season one. So let's move on to Ant-Man. Katie, what would you give Ant-Man with Infinity Stones? I just, I totally am glad that we're on this journey, Nathan, because I would have never watched Agent Carter, but now she shows up in all these other movies. It's so fun. So She does. I'm going to give Ant-Man, it gets a little extra credit because the very opening sequence of Ant-Man, you get to see Agent Carter um, and you get to see Howard Stark. So that was kind of fun. I do love Paul Rudd's humor. I think he just does a great job. He still has more powers than Hawkeye. We'll give him that. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Ant-Man a three. Okay. Okay. Like I stated before, I kind of don't, I still don't see the point in a full Ant-Man movie unless you feel you need to know about the quantum realm, which you do, you do need to know about that. And again, Michael Pina, if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. 
I thought his character was very, very humorous and helped a lot. And yes, Paul Rudd did a good job. And the acting overall was really good, too. But I'm going to give it probably a uh, 2.5. Since you gave it a 3, I'm going to give it a 2.5, which I believe is still... I think everything after Captain Marvel is going to be better than Captain Marvel. So I don't have to say, well, it's better than Captain Marvel. (laughs) I think everything will be. True that. Our yes. homework. I'm excited about this, Nathan. You you should be. And and I'm very proud of you, Katie, because you have stuck with this journey and you've stuck with Agents of Shield. And now you are a, a Uber fan. And, and I'm very proud of you. Because we're jumping right back into Agents of Shield with season three, and it's a big chunk of episodes. So it's season three, episodes one through nineteen. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episodes 1 through 19. And this is before we get to the big bucket of suck of Netflix Marvel series, which is Iron Fist. And we won't get to that until next week. So let's stick with something we know we like for our homework, and that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Again, Season 3, Episodes 1 through 19. So if you're following along with us, Watch those episodes and uh, feel free to let us know. If you finished before us, you can go to our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, let us know what you think. Don't spoil anything for us. I mean, that's what we do. Don't spoil anything, but let us know what you think. Exactly. And remind me, Nathan, have you seen any of these episodes or are we now in the new stuff for you? Yeah, we are diving into, at least for the television part, we're diving into things that I have not watched before. So I'm really excited because I'll be able to see it fresh, never seen before. It's like opening a a present that you just don't know what's inside. I'm pretty excited. Like so a fresh, like a fresh um, canister of tennis balls that smell. No, I don't. I I'm not a sports person. So oh, you're right. Sports, sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited now. I will say I don't. I'm not trying to be. I don't want to down myself, but. 19 episodes would imply I've got to watch four episodes a day on a five day week or maybe just binge on one night. So I'm going to try my best. And, you know, folks at home, if, if you don't make it through 19 episodes of a TV show in one week, then don't don't hate on yourself. Yeah, don't feel too bad, because if if anyone's going to do it, it'll probably be me. And so. We'll be <laughs> fine. It'll be great. At least one of us will probably do it. There, there you go. That's the goal. So, you watch the first half, I'll watch the second half. We'll be, we'll be good. There we go. No, that's not what we're doing. We're, we're going to watch all 19. Come on now. We got to do this. We got to do this right. So anyway, thank you everyone for listening. You guys are awesome. And I love hearing the feedback from people when we post things on our Facebook page and Instagram. I love the interaction that we're getting from, from our listeners. Feel free, again, as always, to leave a review leave us a five-star review and then actually write a review because again, that helps people find the show share when we drop episodes, which should be every Monday. And uh, yeah, make sure you listen and just let us know how we're doing. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at Nady and Katie 
at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.